When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So, just got off of work. For those of you who don't know, I work at a lumberyard. I do retail sales for a living. Now, we have some issues taking place with the lumber, especially with the prices. We're seeing lumber prices moving up dramatically, especially over the last couple of weeks. I mean, it was intensely how fast they moved and how high they went. Now, I have been waiting to see the shortages. Now, last year, when we were talking about lumber, we saw shortages like huge inventory depletions taking place prior to the lumber prices moving up as high as they did. I'm not seeing those shortages. Not like I did last year when we saw like, you know, pressure treated lumber just become non-existent there for a little while. We're not, I mean, I have access to all the pressure treated lumber I want. In fact, I called the vendor just before I came out here to find out what it is that may be coming up in short supply, causing these prices to move up. And he says, right now we have everything available. There is nothing that, that we carry that you cannot order right now. And I thought, well, that's pretty interesting. So why is the lumber prices moving up as high? I even asked him this and he says, well, there was information. And now I, I, I can't find this information to put like a link down in the description for you guys. This is going to be basically rumor information, which I don't really like to do. I, I want to give you guys information that you can go and research and you can make your own decision from instead of just kind of basing it off of the things that I hear because I, I don't want to just give you hearsay information. I want to give you like the information that you can go and, and decide for. But I can't find this one. And what he was telling me is that there's one major mill here in the uh, Pacific Northwest that sold out its entire production for the next 30 days, like sold all its production. Everything that they're going to make is going to go to one brokerage. Or, I don't know if it's necessarily a brokerage. I don't know who it is that's buying it. I'm assuming it's a brokerage. Now, you have to think, like, these brokerage firms, they don't really do much as far as, like, the actual handing. Like, they're not like a lumber yard that goes and buys a bunch of lumber and then holds on to it. They're just basically buying contracts for lumber and, you know, buying the rights to own that lumber and then sending that lumber off to different directions of the country. So you think about it, like California, Texas, these places are like huge demand for building materials. Up here in the Pacific Northwest, we make building materials. So it makes a lot of sense that there is this huge, like, if you can imagine like this train of building materials leaving the Pacific Northwest and moving into those particular regions, moving east, moving south. And in order to keep this steady flow of material, you have to be ahead of the game. So if you're one of these like brokerages that are like trying to supply these particular areas who are intense need of lumber, then it would make a lot of sense that you would be buying up all the supply from a particular, you know, mill or something like that in order to make sure that you can guarantee that steady flow of material. Now, this is something that we have talked about many times in the past. If you relate it down to just a single project, think about a house, just one house. And if you can imagine that project going, and having a flow of materials going to that project. It has to be steady flow. I mean, it has to be a continuous progression into that project or else it's gonna start costing you money, it's gonna start deteriorating the project, it's gonna start creating some issues. So having that steady flow of material is far more important than the price itself because essentially the builders are in inelastic demand. Like they, once they have 
been set into motion, they will not back out. They can't say like, well, maybe we won't do the project now once we've gotten it started. No, once it's started, it's on. And if you can't find the material, you will pay any price to get it. Now, you think about this. These brokerage firms, these guys are like big time money people. Like they have a lot of pull. And if you can imagine, like, and again, I wish I could give you guys some, like, real information that you can go and do the research. So a lot of this video is going to be kind of rumor style or hearsay information, but you can believe it or not. I don't, it's, it is what it is, right? I mean, I can't, I can't do anything else for you but to tell you what I know or what I've heard. But from what I understand, like, these brokerage firms, they are pushing the realms of manipulation. Like, I mean, it's not even, like, pushing it. I mean, it seems like it's, it's a manipulated market when you think about it in this fashion and that these brokerage firms they might like have seven or eight salesmen or something like that and say they pick up like an idea that they want to pick up like two by fours and two by sixes and secure the best price they will call up all these different places that produce this material and they'll start figuring out who has the best price and when they figure out who has the best price they start ordering up all of it like they'll take everything they got so by the time that these guys are done doing their purchases and the mills kind of figured out or the suppliers and everybody else kind of figures out what just happened. All of a sudden there's no supply on the market. The mills have been pretty much gone off the market and there's nobody that you can buy from except guess who the brokerages. Right? So when I was having the discussion with a gentleman about this particular topic and I was asking him about it, I'm like, how is this not manipulation? Like, how is this not looked at by the regulators saying that you guys can't do this you're cornering the market you're creating shortages you're gouging or whatever it is that goes into it i don't understand how it is that something like this of this style can actually happen and not be like and not have like the regulatory officials you know the reg you know people coming down on them saying you know hey you're in trouble for this kind of thing so it only leads me to believe that there must be some sort of like either legitimate reason or excuse that allows them to do such such things inside of the market where they can basically buy up all the supply and then I guess trickle it back into the market whenever whenever the prices go up or something like that. I mean it just seems so it just seems so obvious that it's illegal that I don't understand how they would be able to get away with it. So but this is from what I understand this is happening right now within the industry. And, you know, something else like, you know, last time I saw the plywood shortage taking place, I knew that the plywood prices were going to go through the roof. I just knew it because if you can't get the plywood, then the prices are going to go up, right? Well, we just ordered a truck for the yard, right? So we're going to get a truckload of half-inch CDX plywood coming in. The price of the CDX is off the charts, like super expensive. It's like way more than what we're even, like what we're going to pay for it is more than what I'm retailing the price for right now out of the yard. So when this shipment comes in, which I believe is coming in next week, the price of half-inch CDX is going to be very expensive. It is going to be pushing probably, well, let's see, we were selling it at its low at $26. I'm going to assume that it's probably going to be somewhere up into the $40 range for this half-inch CDX. Right now, we're retailing it at $36. So it's already gone up $10, and I'm assuming that it's probably going to go up at least another six or seven dollars, maybe even more. Um, we're going to be definitely up into the forty-dollar range, and this is what gets me about it: is because there's no shortage of it. All right, there's no shortage of this plywood. We ordered it last 
well, just a couple of days ago, we're getting it next week. There was a time when we would order a truckload of plywood and they told us we wouldn't see it for six weeks. So the availability is there, but the price is incredibly high. Something tells me that this isn't going to last. Now, I think about what happened here over the course of the last few six, seven, eight months. When lumber prices dumped out and they hit that low, that really generated the idea of starting projects. People were like, man, this is it. The prices have come back down. Let's jump into the game. Everybody jumps into the game when the price hit the low. But the only problem is, is that you're not going to get it at that low. If you weren't already in the position to buy when it hit that low, then you're going to miss out on it because everybody do jumped into the idea of starting a project at the same time when those prices hit that low. Now they're in need of that lumber and the prices are moving back up. This is an inelastic demand moving into higher prices. So there's a lot of reasons why there may be a shortage and a speculation into this market. You think about it. British Columbia area has a ton of flooding and issues with like the salvage mode had ended and their stumpage fees are going up. They have uh, an issue with a chunk of their forest that the, that the government doesn't want them like harvesting. British Columbia is hammered right now and the tariffs that are going on top of it. So you think about like these home starts that are taking place. This gives like a lot of speculation into the market that there is going to be higher prices due to the shortages coming out of the British Columbia area. The possible lockdowns from from the COVID thing, like I, that's not going to be the same as it was last time. Like a lot of people might think, well, if we go into COVID lockdown, then there's going to be this demand for lumber again, like we had last time. That's not going to be the case. That's not going to be the case this time because when people were locked down the first time and they got that stimulus check, they were doing projects that had been pent up for years. I mean, it took a lot of the projects that were basically on hold or waiting to be done and they came into, into play. Like people were locked down and bored. So they built the fence. They rebuilt the deck. They fixed up the house. They did all the stuff. This time if they get locked down, they're not going to do this thing again. They're, they're pretty much done. So Anyway, I think I'll leave it at that. Um, I don't know if there's really much more to add to the idea of it. But hearing that story about the possible brokerages buying up all the available supply of lumber. Or at least a huge chunk of it driving up the prices that one just seemed very uh, gosh I'm not sure even how quite to put the word I mean I know a lot of people want to say like manipulation and stuff to, to go into it it just seems uh, man I don't even know quite what the word is for it too obvious to be, to be the case I don't know anyway uneducated economist you guys let me know